Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Are you looking to wager on all the big games in sports? Well, I have great news for you. Our partners at Bet Online they continue to get it done as the number one betting source for you. NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs, we have golf, horse racing, and everything heating up this Major League Baseball season as well. You'll get latest odds, team matchups, and game trends at Bet Online. Just log on today to betonline.ag or use your mobile device to get started. But listen up. Make sure you use our promo code BELIEVE to get started. That's B-L-E-A-V to get your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag or your mobile device. BetOnline. Get started today. BetOnline is where the game starts. You know, it is that time of year in sports where it is all heating up, not just the weather, but the events. We're coming off the NFL draft. We have MLB. We've got the NHL and NBA playoffs. How about Horse Racing's Triple Crown and the PGA Championship, just to name some of the major sporting events we'll see in the next few months and have seen the last several weeks. Every event presents opportunities for inspiration and controversy, as well as new heroes and comeback stories. Ever wonder how to get into sports journalism? Well, I started my career at St. Bonaventure University. I attended their campus long before online degrees were a thing. But with their online Master of Arts in Sports Journalism, you'll learn how to find and talk about the most compelling stories, no matter the sport all from the comfort of home. An advisory committee of journalism school alums shape this innovative program. Courses are taught by experienced professors and include master classes led by industry experts. As an SBU graduate, you join a network of fellow Bonnies, including the New York Post's Mike Baccaro and ESPN's Raina Banks. The online Master of Arts in Sports Journalism builds strong skills and ethical foundations for successful careers. Coursework emphasizes the importance of multimedia reporting and incisive storytelling. Program graduates are prepared to tell stories at the intersection of sports, gender, and race. Take the next step in your sports journalism career by contacting an enrollment advisor at sbujournalism.com. Hi, this is Cal Ripken Jr., and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. The ML Sports Platter back with you all over the major platforms. Download, subscribe, rate, and review. We are all over as I mentioned, the major, major big boys there, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, Deezer. It's really easy if you have an Apple phone. Find that podcast button, search ML Sports Platter, right? A lot of the newer phones have the three dots top right of your screen. Follow show, bang. You'll get new and archived episodes with the likes of Kel Ripken Jr., Eric Wood, and many, many others, including best-selling authors Ian O'Connor, Armin Katayan, and Jack Curry. We are brought to you by CH Insurance, of course, Barks and Rec Doggy Daycare, Stanley Law Offices, Rosie's Corner, and the Vince Aguirre Consulting Group. Log on today to vcgtransforms.com. That's vcgtransforms.com today to become a better leader, both personally and professionally. San Francisco 49ers. We have three left NFL draft style. That's right. Team recaps, individual team recaps, and, and we know the top storyline every single year when we get into, uh, you know, 49ers territory, right? We know. It's always about, they have the best roster in football, but what's the quarterback going to do in the quarterback play at an elite level? Well, last year, Mr. Irrelevant became incredibly relevant And the San Francisco 49ers were definitely thought of to be a major, major Super Bowl contender, and then some, until they get to the NFC title game, 
course, Brock Purdy gets hurt. At one point, they had Christian McCaffrey as the third-string quarterback, and they got thumped 31-7. to Now, would they have won that game if Purdy was in there the whole time? I don't think so. I think the Eagles were just the better team, not just that day, but all year. Um, but we're still back to square one. You know, this is still a team that is lacking in the quarterback department. Um, keep in mind, too, though, by the way, from October 30th until the end of the year, actually, and if you include the two playoff wins, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, they had won 12 games in a row from October 30th until the conference championship game. That's that's pretty good. <laughs> that's pretty good. Um, I, I think the Niners are a really good team, and I love their roster every single year. Yes, the quarterback position, what do you do now? Because Brock Purdy's out with Tommy John. Who knows how long he's going to be out? Trey Lance, Sam Darnold, ugh, ugh, Brandon Allen, yikes. And the, again, the roster is ridiculous, right? Ridiculous. Christian McCaffrey, Elijah Mitchell, right? They got big-time players on this team. Brandon Ayuk, the ultimate Swiss Army knife in terms of Debo Samuel. Ray Ray McLeod provides size. They have George Kittle. They have a tremendous, tremendous offensive line. Tremendous. You know, there's just no getting around it, led by Trent Williams, who's probably going to go to the Hall of Fame one day. Defensively, please, Eric Armstead, Nick Bosa, Fred Warner, they come at you from everywhere. Sideline to sideline linebackers, Dre Greenlaw, they do not get out of your face ever. Secondary, tremendous, tremendous. Traverius Ward, outstanding player, great safeties, awesome corners. So we know the roster, and we know the roster is damn good. We do. So what do they do in the draft? Let's get to it. And with the first pick, San Francisco, um, you know, it's kind of a strange thing because I went into this year going, do they load, which side of the ball do they load up on? Right? Which side? Because the roster is pretty good. When you go in and you have arguably the best roster Minus an elite quarterback in the NFL, you know, what side of the ball do you go on? If you're hoping for your guy to get back and you're hoping to weather the storm at quarterback. The 49ers also could have gone in a completely different direction in this draft, right? They did not have a pick until the third round, 24th overall, to which they went safety. Okay. I mean, I think their secondary room is pretty good. They probably want to get a couple guys on rookie deals, see what the future looks like. But they go for Jair Brown out of Penn State. He's a fine player. This is the pick from Minnesota. And he's an instinctual player. Um, he ran a four six five forty at the combine, but he plays faster than that time. He's a, he can diagnose and think of him as kind of like Bryce Young at safety, right? He has the instinctual quarterback stuff that Bryce Young has, but he plays safety. Okay, playmaker attacks the ball, right? He's really good. He's versatile. He can play nickel. He can combine on special teams, uh, contribute on special teams. Rather, he's a big combo safety. Um. You know, and they want to have somebody behind Gibson Sr. there uh, to Sean Gibson Sr., who turns 33 this year. So you add depth, you add youth, and you add a rookie contract, and that's all smart, right? All I'm saying is I wonder, like, what the approach is here. I mean, they have a smart front office, John Lynch and company, right? Kyle Shanahan, obviously, is a wicked good head coach. I mean, unbelievable. But, you know, you wonder, you think about both sides of the ball, you know, could San Francisco have said, you know what? We don't know when Brock Purdy's coming back. We can't trust all of our other quarterbacks. We're going to take... You know, two threes, a five, a six, and a seven. 
and we're going to go way, you know, as far up as we can and just get whatever quarterback is out there dangling. See if we can get lucky and tread water with one more. They could have done that. I don't know. Jake Moody out of Michigan, place kicker. People love him. Big leg um, in the third round. Cameron Latu out of Alabama, tight end. I like this pick a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot for uh, the 49ers. Depth in the T, uh, T room. We know that Kittle has had some injuries, you know. He still hasn't played in all 16 or 17 games, by the way, since 2018. So for as great as he is, the best ability is availability. And George Kittle could use, you know, to play a full season, right? Um, Latu is a little bit different of a receiver, uh, but he's got a, de- a real potential to develop into an effective number two. And, uh, you know, I like the deal. It's a, it's a rookie deal, and, and they're safe there. South Alabama cornerback in the fifth round, Daryl Luter Jr. goes to uh, the 49ers. They pick up Robert Beal Jr., the Georgia defensive end in the fifth round. D. Winters from TCU, an inside linebacker, goes in the sixth round. Braden Willis out of Oklahoma, a tight end. Again, more for that room in the seventh round. Ronnie Bell, a wide receiver from Michigan. Thought maybe he'd be a fifth-ish rounder, six-ish rounder. No, he drops all the way to the seventh round. And then they pick up Jalen Graham out of Purdue, an outside linebacker. They got, isn't it funny, in the last five picks of this draft, power five, power five, power five, power five, power five. Like college football champion, power five Georgia, right? Uh, College football playoff representative, TCU, right? Oklahoma, a standard power. Michigan, right? In the college football playoff conversation, the Jim Harbaugh era. Purdue, right? Always kind of an eight or nine win team when they're really good. Last five picks were power five picks, all in the fifth, sixth, and seventh rounds. Absolutely amazing. Incredible. Jalen Graham, 6'2", 230. I think he could be a seventh round diamond in the rough. He's undersized for an outside linebacker, but he's got long arms, good speed, matches up well with tight ends. He can stuff the run. He gets through traffic, effort player. He's got to get his ability going up, up, up in order to stack and shed blockers. But I saw a little bit of him at, uh, you know, at at Syracuse, you know, when they played the Orange. And Jalen Graham in the seventh round is, you could do a lot worse than that. I mean, like I said, they got five power five players in the fifth, sixth, and seventh rounds. I don't know a franchise, I can't remember to date an NFL franchise getting five power five players in the last three rounds of the draft. That is no knock on small school. If you're good, you're good. Doesn't matter where you play. Mean Joe Green, North Texas, right? Jackson State, Walter Payton. Mississippi Valley State, Jerry Rice, right? Harvard, Ryan Fitzpatrick, okay? I mean, I'd go on and on and on. Fred Jackson, Coe College. There's a million of them. Joe Flacco won a Super Bowl MVP, Delaware, right? We know that if you're good, you're good, period. I get it. You're good, you're good. I'm just saying in general, just a general observation. That is wild to me. Absolutely wild. We'll take a quick timeout, and uh, I'm going to break down a little bit more on the 49er side of things, schedule, roster, et cetera, as we do here on the individual team recaps, NFL draft style. And we're working on the San Francisco 49ers, the same story for the Niners this year. One of the best rosters, if not the best roster in football. But what about the quarterback position, and how far can they get them? I'll tell you this much. I mean, if Brock Purdy can come back, the only next step is the Super Bowl. You know, and if they had an elite quarterback, would well, they've already gotten there? If they had Tom Brady for a year or two, would well, they have already gotten a championship or two? It's very possible. 
But that's where we are with San Fran. Not much has changed. This is the ML Sports Platter, brought to you by Stumbling Monkey Brewing Company, Burn Dairy, CH Insurance, Rosie's Corner, and Bonnet Sales and Service. ML Sports Platter, back with you all over the major platforms, brought to you by Brian Conboy of Mass Mutual New York State. Tax-efficient retirement planning. Go with Brian today at advisors.massmutual.com. And a huge tip of the cap, thank you to the Swan and Whitaker families, Daryl Abert, Bob Lindsley, and the Alonzo family, friends of the ML Sports Platter, who keep this thing humming. So, obviously playing a really tough division, right? 49ers schedule is uh, right out of the chute, you know, at Steelers, at Rams, right? So, you got a couple toughies there, home for the Giants. Then, you're home for the Cardinals, home for the Cowboys. Those both should be wins at Cleveland, at Minnesota after that, home for the Bengals. I mean, that stretch going into your bye week is tough. I think they have a bye week in the perfect spot, week nine. That's where I'd like mine, week nine-ish, week 10, maybe even week 11, frankly, uh, with the added game. But then out of the shoot, they got to go to Jacksonville. Then they got home for Tampa, should win that. Then it's at Seattle, at Philly, home for Seattle. Whoa, at the end of December, early, uh, excuse me, at the end of November, early December. Then you got at Arizona, home for Baltimore, at Washington, home for the Rams. So, tough schedule here for the 49ers. I think this is probably about a 10-11 win team. Um, You know, I think that their toughest competition in the division will be Seattle. Um, You know, this is a San Francisco team that last year in the regular season, they won 13 games. Uh, That was also when they figured out we're going to Brock Purdy. Jimmy Garoppolo started through, like, you know, boy, I, I mean, gosh, Garoppolo starts through Thanksgiving time, Purdy, he goes one, two, three, four, five. I mean, you know, he goes those six games, he performs well. I mean, he wasn't Montana, but he was very, very, you know, he was manageable. That's all they asked him to be. And they go to the conference championship game, but he gets to Tommy John. So, you know, do I think this team's capable of 12, 13 wins in home field? Of course I do. Um, but I think they're closer to the 10, 11 win area because I just don't know what the quarterback's going to do for them. Their roster was already loaded. They added premier first-day starters. They added Jair Brown. They added Latu. You know, they added some big-time players. They get five power five players from rounds five to seven. All right? This is going to be a really, really good team again. The question is, the quarterback position, what are they going to do? Fascinating stuff for the San Francisco 49ers. And really, when you think about it, it's kind of getting to that time, isn't it? For this organization, I mean, hasn't the window been open? I mean, how long have we been doing this best roster in the NFL stuff, right? Quite a while. And I think that, you know, Kyle Shanahan probably gets a little bit of an extra bad rap for what happened with his time in Atlanta, right? I don't pin it on him as much. I always, in big situations, right, in common sense situations, if you're up 28-3 in the Super Bowl, no matter what your coordinators want to do, if you're up against the Chiefs at Arrowhead with 13 seconds to play and they have two timeouts and they have Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey, and Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, four Hall of Famers, that's on the head coach to close the deal. No matter what the coordinators are thinking, no matter what the specialty coaches are thinking, no matter what other people are buzzing in his headset, I, 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 I don't care. 
it is the head coach's job there to close the deal. Bill Belichick, Bill Parcells, Chuck Knoll, Joe Gibbs, Bill Walsh, Mike Tomlin, right? Those are the guys who can close the deal. Head coaches, Andy Reid, closing the deal. So even if Kyle Shanahan, after Julio Jones caught that ball, was like, yo, let's keep going, let's keep throwing, you know, late in the third quarter, uh, it's Dan Quinn's, it's his job, no matter what, to say, dude, shut your mouth, we're running the friggin' ball so we can win the damn ring. We're not giving Tom Brady a chance to come back. Oops. And then they come back and win. But Kyle Shanahan has been head coach for the 49ers, 2017, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. I mean, we're kind of getting into a little, uh, you know, hello territory, right? I mean, this is year seven for him. Is that? Yeah, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. Set year seven. Year seven. So, I mean, how much longer is this going to be open with, I don't know, Debo Samuel and all these offensive weapons and defensive guys who are on their way to the Hall of Fame? John Lynch has been the general manager of the 49ers for six years as well. It's like the Bean McDermott thing. I mean, it's getting into that five, six, seven-year kind of territory. Time goes fast. What do you have? What do you what do you got for me, 49ers? And I know, I know, I know that they, you know, have been knocking on that Super Bowl win door, and I know that they've made a Super Bowl. I know, I know that this tenure. But winning it and getting over the hump. You know, in the quarterback situation, it's gonna be a problem again. It is going to be a problem. But they've been going here for three to five, maybe years longer than that, where it's like we know all about the roster. All we do is talk about the roster. That's all we do is talk about the roster. And the quarterback position held them back a little bit again last year. Other times it's been because of production. This time it was because of injury. Again, I don't think that they lose that game even with Purdy in there. But, you know, I mean, we're going into year seven here with Lynch and Shanahan. You know, that's... We're getting close to half the time, you know, that Belichick and Brady were together. Belichick and Brady have six rings. They went there nine times. I'm talking about Patriots only, of course. I know Tom has seven. You know, so I'm not saying that this is like win, you know, win or bust here this year, Super Bowl or bust. But again, I think within the next three years, if you take the totality of the GM tenure and the head coach tenure, and the fact that they have got to get the quarterback situation right. And maybe they have. Maybe Brock Purdy is the guy. But he's hurt right now. And before Brock Purdy, you know, they didn't have the quarterback position figured out at all. They did the best thing that they could possibly try to do in terms of Jimmy Garoppolo making a ton of, oh, we'll give it to him. He's a great game manager. He's had success. Look at his record. is winning. And just, but Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't put you over the top. I like Jimmy G. I think he can win a lot of games for you. Can he win a Super Bowl? Maybe with a Brad Johnson-type defense. Maybe with a Trent Dilfer-type defense. Those, you know, Buck and Raven teams respectively years ago. Maybe. But this is the same 49ers situation. It's the same story. ML Sports Platter. All over the major platforms. Download, subscribe, rate, and review. Hey, we're brought to you by Rosie's Corner. Get on over to Rosie's Corner. If you're in and around Central New York, they've got pizza, wings, and a heck of a lot more, including Fish Friday with your coleslaw and your french fries and mac and cheese. Get on over 
to Rosie's Corner, a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. And a big tip of the cap thank you as well to Ken's Auto Detailing, Camilla's Golf Club, Brewerton Ace Hardware, and our great friends at Liverpool Physical Therapy. Hey, I just dislocated my shoulder, and I just started going to physical therapy at LPT. Place is amazing, man. It really is. Experience the difference at Liverpool Physical Therapy. Meet the team and more at Liverpool Physical Therapy. It's been the Syracuse region's premier source for outpatient physical therapy since 2005. And look, they've been exceeding expectations one patient at a time. They want to provide the highest quality service in a comfortable and caring atmosphere to help patients achieve their physical therapy goals. It's knees, shoulders, backs, you name it. Pete and the gang doing an awesome job. Get on over to Liverpool Physical Therapy, Old Liverpool Road, liverpoolphysicaltherapy.com for more. Liverpool Physical Therapy is the official therapy of the ML Sports Platter. Hit me on Twitter at Mike L Sports and subscribe to my YouTube channel, Mike Lindsley 7060. And as I always tell you, enjoy the games. We all want to protect our families, our homes, our businesses, and our health. CH Insurance provides the best personal and business coverage at the best value. You can trust the pros at CH. Here's who's in your corner. We have a really good team. We're always trying to help you in the best way as we can. The team makes the dream, right? And I would say that our our colleagues are second to none. We treat our clients like their family. When it comes to protecting what's important to you, the pros at CH Insurance are in your corner. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.